that's one of the things about religion that we have to remember when we're talking about that makes it such a, a hot topic issue is because we're talking about law. Who gets to be God? Who gets to be God's deputies? Who is the most high? Who is the divine authority? It's all about the claim to the most high. The only way that somebody can be higher than us is if we give away our power. Because there's nobody, we're all equal. But we're not equal in our knowledge, so ultimately, I think it does have to be a hierarchy, but it has to be a cooperative hierarchy, like a bee colony. We have to, it's about what our value system is, what we care about. Hello to the hive mind. And by hive mind, I mean the hive mind that is the unified collective consciousness, which does not have anything to do with groupthink. Especially what we're talking about here. The hive mind is the spiritual cosmic womb of all individuated units of consciousness, all interlocked and bound to the overarching collective consciousness within creation. So I thought I'd share and uh, clear that up as I've heard confusion about that uh, term. Today is December 11th, 2020, and I am your host, Nate Cap. Welcome to the 35th Cubby Hole Podcast Show, and this is where important topics are unveiled, discussed, and tested. Our website is cubbyhole.com. That's C-U-B-B-Y-W-H-O-L-E.com. Today I'm going to do something a little different and share a very important audio clip from the Unmasked Rally in Philadelphia last Sunday the the uh the 6th of december and i feel everyone needs to hear this message especially those who think they're awake in this so-called truth movement and first i'm going to cover some uh reminders of how the cubbyhole website operates just so people can you know navigate better uh, in the website in case you missed the other shows where I covered how to do those things. I'm going to also just talk about, you know, morality and the belief in authority as it, you know, I believe it can't be reminded and, and expressed enough, especially in the times that we're in. Too many people have such a low resolution understanding of this science, this science of morality. It's, you know, it's what I'm going to talk about is kind of a summary I want to give just to express important reminders and say it in a different way because I understand it's hard to fully understand and comprehend from just, you know, one way of teaching, which obviously that's not what we're doing on this show at all. We're teaching from so many different angles. And plus, I want to say it's a, um, it's a sort of precursor to the audio clip you're going to hear here in a bit. And uh, I'm going to share what to expect as we move forward with this show into next year, 2021. And before we get into that, I'd like to give an the uh, event announcement reminder for the Seed 4 Growth event, meaning studying 
educating, enlightening, and discerning. This Seed 4 conference is a two-day event that will be taking place this coming May 2021 on the 14th through the 15th, and I believe that's a Friday and Saturday. And there will be many great speakers who will be covering a range of very important topics that have to do with the occult, esotericism, freedom, history, anthropology, imagination, philosophy, symbolism, natural law, and much more. The featured speakers as of now will be Sean McCann, Nathan Redette, myself, Nate Cap, Dylan McCormick, Brandon Martin, who's also running the whole conference, Douglas Martin, Mark Devlin, Mark Passio, and a few more. You can go to the homepage and find more information um, about this this event and especially um, what to expect as far as what the presentations will be about. So please visit eventbrite.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E dot com to get your tickets and see all the event information. And the earlier we, we receive the payments, the more we can have a guarantee a lot sooner that this event will actually take place. And of course, there's obviously the you know possibility of another medical tyranny lockdown happening, but I don't think that's going to stop us this time. And I'm pretty sure there's a plan B if that happens. But the future doesn't exist, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, this, this event will be taking place at the Baker University Center in Athens, Ohio. It's going to be a really powerful event, and I'm telling you, it's really important that these types of events happen. You know, the, the information is very powerful, and um, especially actually, you know, being there and experiencing the connection in person with, with all these speakers. That's really important. So the next few things I'd like to cover is how to download the show and where to find the slides for each show. So if you go to cubbyhole.com, then go click on podcast, and then under each audio bar, you'll see a download now button. If you click on that, you'll be taken to a new window with an audio bar. And if you're on your computer, you can right-click that audio bar, and it should give you the option to save the audio to your computer. Now, you know, this this won't work on your phone, and I'm almost sure you can only save it to your computer. But I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know in case you'd like to have any of these shows, um, these audio files to, to save. Plus, there might be issues if your uh, browser isn't updated. So make sure to try a few options uh, in case something doesn't work the first time. And if you go to cubbyhole.com under podcast and you'll see, you'll also see that there's uh, slides for some of the shows now, which is really awesome, especially the, the newer ones. And uh, this is really great. It's very helpful to the listener who doesn't, or, you know, who, who does 
better with visuals. It's all about adding an important dynamic to the way we communicate here with these heady topics. And, you know, hopefully we'll be doing videos in the future, but, you know, for now it's just audio and pictures. So I actually prefer that because I feel like I pay attention more, but that's just me. And this is the way this information will be shared on here from now on. Also, I'll be doing my best to get as many past shows their own slides as well. So definitely look out for those. And we'll let you know when those are updated as we move forward into the new shows. So just make sure your browser is updated. And if you're on your phone, just make sure to turn uh, turn the phone horizontal to see the images better while you listen. And I'm also still fixing the bugs on my end, so it may take a while before it performs the way we want it to perform. You can also right-click the images and save them and see them that way too. Of course, you can also uh, share them freely as you wish. Not, not that you need our permission, but you can save them you know, for your own personal studies, and if you do happen to share them, hopefully you give at least a context description in and on public forum, so at least, you know, people have a better understanding and aren't confused with the slides that you do share. That's really important to keep in mind. A little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing, you know. It's, uh, it's always best to be responsible with this type of information. Now, on to a quick recap of where we're at and where we're going with this show. As of now, this is possibly the last show for 2020. And the content we're currently covering is methods of manipulation, so mind control techniques which will be extended into January and February and basically as far as we need to go to get the get these important topics, uh, crucial topics, covered. Right now we are covering religion, which will be followed up, followed up by subversive symbolism and chaos sorcery. Really big topics, very important to to follow closely to understand the important knowledge the most important knowledge and I'm gonna go ahead and cover this important reminder now is the science of natural law which starts at podcast number nine on the cubbyhole show the understanding of natural law is the very key of a true solution to human suffering and slavery it's the main solution to our current condition we face as a species remember natural law is a set of inherent universal eternal and immutable conditions in the universe as the core underpinning of objective morality and the foundation of true spirituality it's the intelligent teacher of our lessons here in this earth domain. You know, morality is 
inseparably tied to true freedom and true order. And the opposite of that is immorality, which is inseparably tied to suffering. It's tied to slavery and it's tied to chaos, which is disorder. So as a society becomes more immoral, its freedom declines and slavery increases. And as a society becomes more aligned with natural law, aka moral law, that society becomes more free and there's less suffering taking place. That's the simple science of natural law. The law of freedom is directly proportional to aggregate morality and the transgressions or immoral behaviors that violate natural law are seven. So if you can only, if you can just remember that there's seven transgressions or immoral, immoral types of behaviors that violate natural law, just remember the number seven. They are seven forms of theft, which is murder, assault, rape, theft, trespassing, coercion, and willfully lying. So murdering is the violation of taking without just cause the life of another, which doesn't belong to you. Assaulting someone is about taking without just cause another's physical well-being, which does not belong to you. To rape someone is to take another's free will sexual consent, which does not belong to you. Theft is the taking of property, which does not belong to you. Trespassing on someone's property is the taking of security in another, in, a, in someone else's place of dwelling, which does not belong to you. Coercion is the taking of another's free will, which does not belong to you. And then the last one, willfully lying is the taking of another's ability to engage in an informed decision-making which does not belong to you. All of these are forms of theft. This is the science of morality. This is the science of natural law. You know, it's pretty obvious and I feel, you know, any smart person would agree that these are all transgressions. These are all wrongdoings. They are behaviors that cause harm. They are violations of others' rights. And these are wrongdoings. And rights can be known by understanding what wrongdoings are through the apophatic method. You can look at it like this. You can think about a billion pizzas and they all have cheese, but seven of those also have pineapple. And I, you know, I know a lot of people hate on pineapple pizza, but I love it. So um, this is for you. 
you pineapple pizza haters. You know, that it's, it's, you know, 999,999,993 of those pizzas are cheese, right? So seven of those are pineapple. It's the same idea when using the apophatic method to discover rights simply by understanding what wrongdoings are. But obviously, you know, in the case of rights, there's way more than the pineapple pizzas. There are seven transgressions or wrongdoings. Seven of those pineapple pizzas. And, and then all of the other actions in the universe are rights. All of the other pizzas are cheese pizzas. Hopefully that comparison uh, makes sense. Um, the understanding of natural law is centered upon bringing your own conscience into alignment with objective morality. So choosing right behavior over wrong behavior, which means definitely knowing which behaviors are rights because they do not cause harm to other sentient beings. And then understanding that behaviors that are wrong are the behaviors that do cause harm to other sentient beings. Any society of human beings that believes that, you know, there isn't a natural objective difference between right and wrong behavior and believe that, you know, human beings can arbitrarily create or decide or dictate what right and wrong are for themselves and others is a society that can never truly bring their own behavior into alignment with natural law. And this is a society that embraces moral relativism. And this is why moral relativism is the destroyer of all freedom. And why is that? Because, you know, since the governing dynamics of human freedom are predicated upon the aggregate morality of a society, it is a total and permanent impossibility for true freedom to ever exist in a society that embraces moral relativism. So, what is the biggest way that society embraces moral relativism? Simply stated, the belief in authority of man. Another false religion the most dangerous one of all, actually. Whenever there is a belief in or obedience to authority and it supersedes allegiance to truth and morality on a mass scale, the whole population ends up in a mental prison, which is what it creates on its own, mostly unconsciously. The belief in authority is destructive. It's a destructive illusion of a diseased psyche with its basis completely in violence, built upon the erroneous and uh, you know dogmatic, axiomatic belief that a few so-called masters have the moral right 
to rule over others while those others are slaves, you know, who have a so-called, you know, moral obligation to obey the masters. That's the illusion. The other day I had someone barking at me on social media telling me, you know, this is the government system we live in. Deal with it. So, obviously, this person is highly uneducated and willfully ignorant of morality and the religion of authority. Someone who refuses to learn what morality truly means or doesn't, you know, want to learn about religion and the harm of the belief in authority. And see, you know, many of these pro-vaxxers, pro-maskers, pro-lockdowners, pro-government, pro-authority are so virtuous with their group opinion beliefs in, in science while not having any real knowledge of the science of morality and natural law. And I'm talking about, you know, in the sense of science being used to allow authority to bully and violate human rights for the quote-unquote greater good or because science is the only way to truly know anything which is completely erroneous and it's a naive belief system based in scientism science cannot and never will supersede morality the end it doesn't work that way if science violates just one being's rights, it's a violation of natural law, which proves morality is unwaveringly most important. It doesn't matter how many people believe in science. Human rights are non-negotiable. And most people have no idea that the science of morality is the true science that proves this very thing. The science of morality has nothing to do with the dogmatic religious institutions. And I know way too many people who still buy into this notion. It's a really poor way to think. You know, it's elementary. It's easy to just, you know, toss out words because of the stigmas associated with them. You know, don't do that. It's not smart. It's too easy. No real growth is, you know, going to come out of that type of attitude. If it's too easy, go further and be honest with yourself. Trust me, you know, there's, there's way more that you're missing about those words. Okay, so I'm going to play this audio clip now. And I, I just want to say, I believe gathering or rallying with others to come together to help each other become more aware of what's taking place in the world is a really great thing. And, you know, it should be practiced often, you know. We do need to stand up against the oppressors of, the, of this world together. We do. But what we can't do is say we want freedom and then beg government for it. That's obviously really silly and asinine to, you know, behave that way. But most do. You know, um, this, uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Larkin Rose. You should know Larkin Rose. He said... The truth is, one who seeks to achieve freedom by petitioning those in power to give it to him has already failed, regardless of the response. To beg for the blessing of authority is to accept the choice 
is the masters alone to make, which means that the person is already, by definition, a slave. And that is very truthful words right there. I completely agree, and I see this happening all over the world. And like I said, this unmasked event in uh, Philadelphia last Sunday was important, but there are too many people still thinking that they're making real positive change by rallying and protesting and demanding their masters to, you know, magically hear, uh, hear them out and make changes based on the outrage of the people. You know, it'd be a lot more of a peaceful world if that were the case. But it doesn't work that way. It's not that way. People need to be honest with themselves about this. You know, I feel this message is extremely critical and and it's not getting the views that it needs uh, or that it deserves. So here it is. Welcome one and all. I'm Mark Passio of whatonearthishappening.com. I'm here to tell you something that almost certainly no other speaker anywhere is going to tell you. What I have to say to you will not be easy or pleasant for most of you to hear, but it is the truth nonetheless, and it needs to be said and heard. You're all here in Philadelphia protesting the lockdown and the mask mandates for this so-called pandemic, and you believe that taking a stand against such tyrannical government mandates makes you all the good guys. What I'm here to tell you today is that you just taking a stand against those types of government measures, such as the lockdowns, the mask mandates, does not make you the good guys. So before you immediately tune me out, let me explain what I mean by that statement. I'm just as much against lockdowns and mask mandates as anyone else here is. In all likelihood, I'm far more against them than anyone else here. The lockdowns and mask mandates, however, aren't the actual problem. They are symptoms of the problem. The actual problem is a matter of what most human beings unfortunately, still to this day, believe in their own mind. And very unfortunately, I must tell you that the vast majority of you here today are still part of that problem because of what you yourselves still believe. You are still driving the negative dynamic in this situation based upon a false belief that you still hold. This belief is that the very concept of authority over others can possibly be morally legitimate. The belief in authority is the belief that some people have more rights than others. It is the belief that some can rightfully command others. It is the belief that some are rightful masters while others have a moral obligation to obey this master class who calls themselves government. By any true definition, what this really is, is slavery, if we are being honest with ourselves. 
And if we are truly being honest with ourselves, the belief in the moral legitimacy of authority is the belief that slavery is morally legitimate. This belief is the real virus. And this belief is what has morally infected the overwhelmingly vast majority of the human population, including most of you here today. For the past 15 years, I've been doing nothing else but trying to teach people true morality. The actual, real, definitive, and objective difference between morally right thought and action versus morally wrong thought and action. And based upon what I'm seeing in the world today, I've had little to no success. Because most people still believe in the authority of government with religious fervor. Not only is the belief in the moral legitimacy of government a false religion, which is antithetical to true morality, but the belief in authority in general is the textbook definition of a cult. A cult is formed when adherence to a false belief system become physically dangerous to those who do not adhere to its sick beliefs by conducting and condoning violence and coercion against the non-believers. The belief in government is the belief that some people have the so-called right to engage in violence and coercion against others who have not initiated aggression against others. The very belief of condoning such an immoral condition makes someone a bad person. Yes, it does. Let me repeat that. The very belief or condoning of such an immoral condition, the slavery of government, makes someone a bad person. Yes, it does. The very belief or condoning of such an immoral condition as believing in the moral legitimacy of authority and government makes someone a bad person. Yes, it does. You see, most people here today want to end the lockdowns because the lockdowns affect them personally. But if actually given the chance, they would have government coerce others in whatever ways they want. If they held its reins, if they held that kind of power in their hands, then it would be a different story. Most people don't want to dismantle the very apparatus of government. They want to control it. They want to wield it. And they wrongly believe they can control such an immoral institution. That is one of the primary reasons why you cannot be a truly good person and support and believe in the moral legitimacy of government. Just ask yourself this simple question. Was the very concept of kingship in the old world ever morally legitimate? Was it ever morally legitimate for a king to claim that he is the ruler over everyone in the land that constituted his kingdom? That his word was law and that anyone who disobeyed his edicts would be subject to the violence of his order following henchmen? Was that ever morally legitimate, that condition? Of course it was never morally legitimate. But what has really changed in the modern world? Nothing. Nothing has changed. 
Today, most people do not believe in the authority of kings and queens. But we have merely replaced the concept of kingship with the concept of authority vested in government. In the old world, the belief in authority was vested in one person who called himself the king or the queen. But in the modern world, we've taken the exact same idea and simply taken the belief of authority which was previously vested in one human being and we have divested it into an oligarchical group of masters and called it government. It is just as immoral as it ever has been. But even more insidiously, it is even more difficult than ever before for most people to understand that this condition called the belief in authority is completely immoral. It's more difficult today for people to understand that that is immoral. They actually believe in its moral legitimacy today. Anyone who ports and condones the very belief in government is actually in a cult. They are cult members. And almost all of them don't even know that they're members of a cult. Those who believe in and support the continuation of this cult by their own beliefs are supporters of slavery and believe that the condition of slavery should continue. That constitutes the very definition of what it means to be a bad person. And such bad people are creating the chaos that we are experiencing through what they do and what they condone. Everyone who adheres to this cult belief system is complicit in what is happening and is bringing even worse conditions down upon themselves and everyone else. The cult of government's believers and its order followers are keeping the system of slavery that we are experiencing in the world today in place. Unfortunately, they actually deserve the slavery that they themselves have allowed. The problem is that they're dragging many, many, many others who do believe in true rights and true freedom down into that morass with them. The definitive matter-of-fact truth is that there is no authority vested in humanity. The laws of the creator of the universe are the only authority in nature. Our rights come from the creator of the universe and its spiritual moral laws not from humankind, not from government. You cannot petition an illegitimate authority for rights that are your birthright. Government has no moral legitimacy to exist, and no so-called authority has the right to make a claim of ownership upon your body, your property, or the fruits of your labor. Any such claim is the claim of ownership upon you, which is called slavery. Sadly, the vast majority of you still don't know this. The vast majority of you would still vehemently disagree with such truth due to the mental programming you have been subjected to over the course of your lives. All of your protests and appeals to government for your rights will never amount to anything until you understand that the very concepts of authority and government are the real viruses. They are mind control programs. They are the real enemy. 
And unfortunately, most of you still believe in their legitimacy. Your very belief in the idea of authority is what is fueling the power over this master class to rule over you. And because most of you still steadfastly refuse to abandon that cult belief, do not expect your situation to improve. Expect it to become vastly, gravely worse. The only solution is to develop an understanding of natural law, the moral laws that truly govern our entire universe and our own human existence by ensuring that we personally experience from this world exactly what we have put into this world through our thoughts and actions. When you study how natural law works, you will discover that whether humanity experiences freedom or slavery is part of this body of moral laws. I personally refer to this dynamic as the law of freedom. As the morality of humanity collectively increases, humanity collectively becomes and remains more free. And as the morality of humanity collectively decreases, humanity collectively becomes and remains more enslaved. All you need to do is observe the manifested result. Are we as a species free or are we as a species enslaved? And if you're honest about the answer that, to that question, answering it will allow you to see exactly how truly moral we are as a people, as a species. If we're being honest with ourselves, this isn't very encouraging. And to be even more honest and frank, most of you are contributing to the negative manifestation, the negative result, by the very nature of what you yourselves still cling to in your belief system, which is false and immoral. Until your own mind changes, the reality around you cannot become changed for the better. That is universal law. We are manifesting exactly what we do not want because we are, as a species, almost completely unconscious of how the real laws of manifestation work. They work, better up, they work based upon whether we are truly moral beings or not. And as a species, we are most certainly immoral beings because of what we believe and what we continue to condone. Humanity deserves what it gets and will get what it deserves according to the natural law, the laws of the creator of the universe, the only legitimate authority in this world. The negative manifestations that are existing and will continue to exist are manifestations of our own thoughts and actions, and they will continue to worsen until we make the conscious free will decision to change what we believe. This shift in consciousness will not be easy or fun. As a matter of fact, because of our insistence and persistence in believing what is false and believing in and condoning what is immoral, this change in consciousness Consciousness will be a tremendous great work. We must rid ourselves of our false belief in authority, or else nothing is going to change for the better. You yourselves much, must go much further than the halfway point in awareness at which most of you have stopped. If you do not each, as individuals, 
Make that great change of awareness inside yourself. The negative result you receive will manifest because you yourself allowed it. If you make that negative choice by continuing to believe in the moral legitimacy of authority, which is the belief in the moral legitimacy of slavery, then know that it was you yourself who chose slavery. You yourself chose these conditions. You yourself helped to to manifest them. Don't say I didn't warn you. I've been warning people for the last 15 years of my life. And those who have heard this and this bitter pill hasn't been so easy to swallow for you in the crowd here today, you could feel free to get as offended as you like about what I've just said here today. It won't change the definitive facts and truth of this matter. And that's all I have to say. So there you heard it. A very important message from Mark Passio. And aside from being spot on with everything he said, I want to really emphasize what he said about the belief in authority. It's important to understand what he said about the belief in authority in general, which is the textbook definition of a cult. A cult is formed when it adheres to a false belief system and becomes physically dangerous to those who do not adhere to its sick beliefs by conducting and condoning violence and coercion against the non-believers. The belief in government is the belief that some people have the so-called right to engage in violence against others who have not initiated aggression against others. The very belief of condoning such an immoral condition makes someone a bad person. And that's what was just said by Mark Passio. I couldn't agree more. And this is the 100% unwavering truth. And the major suffering that's taking place in our world isn't just illness from a disease or virus, whatever you want to call it. The, you know, the major uh, suffering comes directly from the actions and threats and support of government. The belief in and support of authority generates suffering, suffering in mass amounts. You know, and one thing I've been realizing is many people are moving from one box of mind control to another box of mind control when it comes to the belief in authority. Many people seem to be, you know, kind of waking up to government corruption, but are basically just willfully moving, you know, right into a new box of mind control. The new cult, which is the scientism cult of medical tyranny. You know, most people believe all the stats, the mainstream scientists, the nurses, the hype on the media and commercials for the new normal. You know, the new TV shows that are magically coming out with all this nonsense. The new movies that are, you know, just, it is, it's just crazy all this stuff that you can see has been pre-planned for a long time 
And, you know, most people, most people are just buying into it, especially agreeing with all the mandates, all without questioning. And this is what the dark occult psychologists of this world know about us. And, you know, they're counting on that. They count on the obedience and the belief, the blind belief and authority from the masses. That's how all this is happening. That's how they gain more control. And this is what we are trying to help people see that is actually going on. You know, and this is what Mark Passio and a few others have been trying to convey for many years. We have to take this stuff serious if we truly want positive change. You know, and it doesn't mean like, you know, just live doom and gloom every day. It doesn't mean like go out and just be negative all the time and think negatively. No, that's not what this means. You have, you know, you have to live your life. You have to enjoy yourself and, you know, be, uh, you know, you do have to find some kind of happiness because a lot of this is very heavy on our souls and, you know, to take this kind of information on is very difficult. I understand. I've done years and years of this trying to understand, you know, what's really happening in this world. And it's, it's frightening, uh, to, to wake up to what's truly going on and then to, you know, try to turn around and help other people see is just, uh, you know, it's an extremely, um, arduous task for sure. So I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, end this here. And I hope you've found clarity and value in this show today. And you guys can find more shows, presentations, and news here at cubbyhole.com. That's C-U-B-B-Y-W-H-O-L-E.com. Also, please make sure to keep your eyes out for future shows starting in January 2021 where Brandon and I will be going further into the methods of manipulation, especially subversive symbolism and chaos sorcery. So stay tuned for more content coming here in the next month, you know. Um, And that's it, guys. I'm your host, Nate Cap. Thank you and keep transcending dogma.